0: Welcome to the Mysteries of the Paranormal. I'm your host Allison. Here I'll talk all about mythology, folklore, and cryptids. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mysteries of the Paranormal. As always, I am Allison. Well, today we're going to be talking about gnomes. And I have a very weird thing with them. I, I'm not the biggest fan of gnomes, so just putting that out there to begin with. That being said, I will also say my dad has two of them out on his back patio. And, well, I'm not the biggest fan of Anyway, let's get started with today's episode. So, of course, a gnome is a mythical creature and is a diminutive spirit in Renaissance magic in the 16th century and widely adopted by authors, including those of modern fantasy literature. Typically, small humanoids who live underground, gnome characteristics are reinterpreted to suit various storytellers and artists. Lawn ornaments crafted as gnomes were introduced during the 19th century, growing popularity during the 20th century as garden gnomes. The word comes from Renaissance Latin "gnomus," which first appears in a book on nymphs, sylphs, pagan. You know what? That's a whole bunch of words. I really don't know how to pronounce. So uh, if you want to know, you know, see these notes, go follow me on Patreon. You can see and correct me. But written in that book. And the other spirits by Perseus, published posthumanus. Again, that's a lot of big words, I don't know. Anyway, the term may be an original invention of Perseus, possibly deriving from the term Latin language. Perseus classifies them as earth elementals. He describes them as two spans high, very reluctant to interact with humans and able to move through solid earth as easily as humans move through air. Earth-dwelling spirits has predence in numerous ancient and mini- Earth-dwelling spirits in numerous ancient and medieval mythologies often guarding mines and precious underground treasures, notably in Germanic dwarfs. The gnomes in Swiss folklore followed this template as they are said to have caused the landslide that destroyed the Swiss village of Pleurs in 1618. The villagers had become wealthy from local gold mine created by gnomes, who poured liquid gold down into a vein for the benefit of humans, and were corrupted by this newfound prosperity, which greatly offended the gnomes. The English word it tested from the early 18th century gnomes are used in Alexander Pope's The Rape of the Lock. The creatures from the mock epic are small, celestial creatures which were Purdish women in their past lives, and now spend all of eternity looking out for Purdish women, in parallel to the guardian angels in Catholic belief. Other uses of the term gnome remain obscure until the early 19th century, when it is taken up by authors of romanticized collections of fairy tales and become mostly synonyms with the older word goblin. After World War II, the diminutive figurine introduced as lawn ornaments during the 19th century came to be known as garden gnomes. The image of the gnome changed further during the 1960s to the 70s when the first plastic sized garden gnomes were manufactured these gnomes followed the style of the 1937 deception of the seven doors and the snow white garden gnomes shared a, a resemblance to the Scandinavian tomte and nice in the swedish term tomte can be translated to gnome in english well again thank you for listening to another episode of mysteries of the paranormal if you know any more information if you want to correct me on what i was trying to say please do so because well yeah big words and me i shrugged so uh you know if you know more information feel like correcting me please do so you can email me at the of the paranormal at gmail.com you can also dm me at the mysteries of the paranormal on instagram tiktok and facebook until then See you guys later. You can find this podcast at The Mysteries of the Paranormal on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Be sure to tune in every week for a brand new episode. Wherever you get your podcast or at rogmedianetwork.com.